Yes, normally we say uh, hello, hello, and uh, welcome back to Latveria. <laughs> we're, we're on e- opposite sides of Latveria today, maybe. Well, we're just going to say we are. Well, you know, I, I did find out something very interesting about Latveria. I was reading a comic. Uh, what was it? Oh, it was an issue of the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. And Latveria has a border with the country of Hungary. You did mention this. I think we were texting about it. I, yeah, I texted that to you because I read that and I was like, Oh my God, there's a real world location, which narrows down where Latveria can be. Right. And so it is next door to Hungary. They didn't specify like the direction. Right. But I'm going to guess by the story, it was probably West because the Avengers were like wanting to go back home from Hungary. Yeah. So I'm thinking Latveria is to the West of Hungary. Well, we're going to go with it. I'm on one. I'm I'm on one side of Western Latveria. We'll say that you're on Eastern <laughs> Latveria, perhaps. I don't know. Dragon Bill, back with you for the Doctor Doomcast, broadcasting as Latverian Rebel or Rabble, as the case may be. <laughs> Latveria has a uh, you know a policy. Like there's one network, the Doom. Would it be the DBC, the Doom Broadcasting Doom Broadcasting well, Network? The capital is Doomstadt. So it'd have to have Doom in the title somehow. Definitely. Doom TV Doom or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think he would sully his hands with the day-to-day. Um, no, no. But I, I just have this idea that Doom, after a long day, reclining. I mean, I'm a big, as you know, I always mark out for any time they show Doom reclining, lounging. And he's lounging and he's like, ah, well, <laughs> let's, let's see what mild amusement I might find on my pre-approved Latverian network. And he turns it on only to be disgusted that it's a rerun of you know, mad about you or, uh, uh, or something, something like he delegated this <laughs> so far down the list that like all that the doom network shows is, uh, you know, nineties sitcoms. And, uh, they're probably just copies of our programs. So it's like the Latverian version of mad about you. So it's probably like mad at you or something like that. Is there a, Lat- <laughs> there's not like a, a Latverian language. I mean, do they ever, speak- no, they speak English. Right. Although sometimes they rotate between like a German accent and a Scottish accent. We've talked about that. There's a lot of people going I all the time. And right. Not really sure exactly why that is. Right. I think just to give them a, like a, uh, the rule of cool version of they have an accent because you can't hear the accent in a comic, of course. And I think, you know, it's an American created comic and maybe in those days they're like well we really got to beat people over the head with this that these are not americans or something and this is the quickest way like as americans we don't you know if someone has an accent they're automatically exotic or something yeah i think that as far as like like accents go i think it was probably chris claremont who was the first writer at marvel who uh really experimented with that like rogue is from the south and so yeah. he made that obvious in her speech. Yeah. Uh, like she would say, ah, instead of I. And like Gambit is also from the South. And he talks with like that funky Louisiana French <laughs> kind of Southern accent. Like a Popeye's and, commercial uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> and like uh, Colossus is from Russia. So he would throw in the occasional Russian word. And he would speak like the stereotypical kind of Russian guy from like 80s movies and stuff. 
Although Colossus was a good guy, not like the evil Ivan Drago or something. <laughs> That's sort of the standard for like Russian villainy is Ivan Drago. Yeah, I mean, he's who pops into my head when you say like, even, evil Russian, bam. <laughs> even to this day, I mean, all these years later, that's still a, a, a shorthand for, for Russian villainy. Was he even played by a Russian? <laughs> right. Well, we're going to go back today to Fantastic Four. I don't think we've been to Fant- back to Fantastic Four for a while, but our first, we're, we're going to do a, a storyline starting with Fantastic Four number 155, Battle Royal. And is it, you, you might have this, is it uh, a different art team for Fantastic Four, or are, we, or are we back to the same team we had with them before? Well, let me see. Just uh, to summarize, we're covering issues 155 through 157. That's right. Um, it's been about 10 issues since we were last with the Fantastic Four. I think we're with the same team, uh, creative team at this point, which is, if I remember, let me see. Okay, Len Wine is the writer. He's a co-creator of Wolverine, by the way. Rich Buckler is the penciler. Joe Sinnott is the inker. Uh, Rich Buckler, uh, Detroit native. All right. And Joe Sinnott's been inking the Fantastic Four for a long time and will be right up until John Byrne takes over, which is still a ways out. So he's sort of the old hand here. We've seen his name come up a few times. Yes. In our in our travels here in the Doomcast. Um, it starts out with what I put in quotes, street toughs. In <laughs> Yes, Marvel was known for all their street gangs are always multicultural, just like in real life. life. (laughs) (laughs) You always see that. Right. (laughs) And uh, these these street toughs, thugs as they were, they're going to mug some tourists and they go after the biggest one. And I put a question mark there because it seems silly to attack the biggest one right away of all the ones go go after him. And he he says, you know, buzz off, get out of here. And uh, the one guy tells him, don't make me get tough with you, fatso. <laughs> it made, when did we stop using fatso? Was that, I mean, it's not politically correct, fatso, but that was a good, everybody said fatso back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. I, boy, I can't remember the last time I've heard the word fatso now that you mention it. But if you watch like any 70s like cop show or anything like that, eventually somebody gets called like a fatso or something. Yeah, yeah, or tubby, something like that. <laughs> yeah. or, or, or if it's a Western Slim. Yeah, he's like a really heavy guy in a Western, he's slim. Uh, and well, it turns out that the big guy is the thing, of course, and he just starts dismantling these guys, which was great. I mean, he did warn them. And as usual, yeah. as always happens, Reed Richards has to go, wait a minute, no, don't don't beat these guys. These guys who are going to attack us, don't don't fight them back or anything. Don't defend don't defend us against them, Bedroom. Which yeah, was, this guy pulled a knife on the thing. Yeah, and Reed Richards is always is like, well you know, come on now, we have to be above this. And, and all of a sudden, the Silver Surfer appears. Um, we haven't seen in a while now, but we're going to get into like, what's kind of been happening with him as this. And But right away, he says he hasn't come as a friend. And the thing who's already ready to fight is ready to fight him. And, you know, throws in that it's going to be clobber in time. <laughs> and this was really funny. I thought the Silver Surfer is like, it is indeed. The only point of contention is who shall clobber whom. <laughs> and he even punches the thing right out of his big man shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that is a nice cartoon touch. Here. He's not having it. He's not here as a friend. He's getting right to it. And uh, um, reads once again like, no, no, we we can't fight him now. We have to see what's going on. Uh, the server right the surfer right away is asking for forgiveness, and he says 
I'm sorry, I don't want to do this. I have no choice. I thought he could have led with that. Like, <laughs> like when it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like he could have shown up and said, listen, I have a problem. I don't want to do this. Maybe we can work together. Instead, he just shows up, starts fighting, and then he's like, wait a minute. You know, I, I want you guys to know I, I, I don't have a choice in this matter. <laughs> now that you're fighting back. <laughs> yeah. The, the fight goes out. Finally, after, after the surfer is like doing some damage, like finally Reed is like, you know, if you, if you hurt, if you hurt him, you'll pay. He finally throws down like a threat of, I don't want to say revenge, but he finally state, lets the group like stand up for themselves. And the surfer keeps attacking, but he keeps going back and forth. Like, I don't want to, but I must, but I hate it, <laughs> but it's not what I want to do, but I have to fight you. And he gets a chance to kill them. And then he finally stops himself and starts filling them in on what's been going on. Um, again, all of which I felt he could have started with all this. But I mean, they wanted to get to the action right away. As as a comic book writer yourself, I, I think, I, you know, I was going to ask about that. Like, well, you need to get to the action pretty quickly in some of these instances. There was that, now you mentioned this, I encountered that with the graphic novel I've been working on, is that there really wasn't a lot of action at all in like the first two thirds of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of like setting stuff up and everything. So I had to make a fight scene right. and drop it into the front of the book to have something like this. So there is some action there that way it wouldn't just be like this plotting kind of thing. So it could be that maybe Len Wine had said, Hey, let's just start it like this. Or it could be Rich Buckler is the penciler, and therefore he'd have been kind of co-plotting this. was like, I just want to draw some action right out of the gate. So I don't know which one of them necessarily to put this at the feet of, but Mm -hmm. yeah, someone was probably thinking along those lines. So he's finally filling them in, and he says he's depressed about being on Earth. Uh, I don't blame him. He'd finally gotten (laughs) past the Great Barricade, which reminded me of Star Trek V, um, which is an odd (laughs) But then he realized he couldn't escape this great barricade and he was trying to escape. He couldn't do it. He came crashing back to Earth. He he coincidentally crashes in Latveria and he sees a poster of a queen on a telephone pole or a wall or something. And, and I thought if she's the queen, wouldn't this be a better poster or some sort of better? It's like a poster you'd see for an indie band or something on a on a phone pole. He just happens to see who he thinks is his long lost I, they talk about it a little bit more, but like at first, it's like his long lost girlfriend or wife. Yeah, um, yeah. The poster just uh, to to it says like the queen. Or <laughs> talk about it for a second. Yeah. It's on the side of a building, yeah. so kind of like going into an alleyway. Mm-hmm. And so you're right; it is like for an indie band or something. Like some teenager put it up here, <laughs> and it's just a picture of her, and it says, "Our gracious queen, long may she reign." Right, Not yeah. a name. Not like uh, dates or anything, just just that. (laughs) So yeah, the surfer notices and she looks exactly like Shala Ball, who is, I think she was his fiance, if you want to get technical, Yeah. uh, back when he was living on his planet before Galactus and everything. Now, there's a weird thing with her because the surfer supposedly had been working for Galactus for like a couple centuries or something before he came to Earth. Yeah. And Shala Ball is still alive and well and you know looking pretty fine. So she's in her prime. <laughs> so his people must be incredibly long lived, which is possible. They're aliens. Right. right. Or she uh, drinks from the fountain of youth every morning. I don't know. 
that's never really been explained. It never, and I don't think they explained it here. And he, he um, mysteriously devoid of graffiti, as normally one of these things would be. I guess maybe in Latveria, there's some sort of thing where you'll be put to death for that. I can see that. (laughs) So the 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 surfer is just like, okay, what's happening here? He grabs some some guy, and he's he's like, who is you know, where is she? And the guy's like, it's all right, man. You know, chill out, Mac. She's over at the castle. And so the the surfer goes there, and he he uh, he, he sees the Fantastic Four fighting, and decides not to help them because they don't seem to need it. But then he sees them die, and he's like, well, maybe I should have helped. But it turns out they were robots. So yes, once again, is very back and forth with, well, I should help. Well, maybe not. Well, they seem okay. Well, they're dead. All right. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he forgets all this, too, because he sees the girl that he went there to see. And he, he says, uh, you know, <laughs> this was priceless. He's like, my darling, we're back together, basically. And she's like, who? Like, are, <laughs> like She's just like, who are you? So she's like, pretty much every Earth woman. Oh! Yeah, she's, like, so, she's like, he's just like, we're back together. Finally, it's just happened. And she's like, do I know you? <laughs> like, don't do He grabs at her. He's very handsy all of a sudden, and for someone who claims not to know him, and he's like, "Don't, don't play." You know what he says? He says, "Like, don't just let me hold you." Or something. she's like, "Get <laughs> from me, fool!" Like, all of a sudden, this weird silver alien is out of nowhere. <laughs> We're meant to be together. We're back, and she's like, "Who are you?" I don't know. And she's like, "I'll call the guards." He goes, uh, "He goes, you don't recognize me?" And off panel, someone says, "No, you cosmic fool." She does not, and finally, Doom has appeared. We finally get doom in this issue. And uh, with one of my favorite doom tropes here, he's got the big smile on his metal mask. <laughs> yes, I love that. I wrote that down. Anytime doom laughs, I mark out for that. So he's cracked up and he's like, if she doesn't know you, it's because she doesn't want to know you. And that's how it should be. <laughs> Is that how that works, really? Yeah. You can't like, just like meet someone new. Hello, you. <laughs> right. He's just like, if she if she doesn't know you, it's because she doesn't want to know you. And and that's how it is, man. And he's like, go ahead and do whatever you're gonna do. Because your woman is now the wife of Doctor Doom, and he's just like loving this, like cat. <laughs> this whole thing. This is this is right out of wrestling. Like, yeah, it is. And then uh, he he tells the Silver Surfer he'll release the woman and restore her memory if the Silver Surfer kills the Fantastic Four. And Reed's of course saying like you can't, and the Surfer saying I must. So we're back to like where we started, which is like I have to kill you. I don't want to, but I must. And now we know why this is. Uh, we took a roundabout way of getting there. There is a great thing here. The surfer says, "When Doom stopped laughing, he swore he would release Shalabal." <laughs> <laughs> like Doom is like slapping his knee, laughing for like ten minutes. <laughs> I just love like we've talked about the different moods we find Doom in. Like sometimes he's mopey, sometimes he's this. This is pure unadulterated like wrestling villain Doom. Like just cackling over this. Like your you your whole life is centered around trying to find your bride. She doesn't even know who you are because I've made it so. And not only that, she's my wife. And not only that, but if you want her back, if you want her to remember you at all, you're going to have to kill the Fantastic Four, which I thought about this. He's like, well, I'm not saying she's not going to still be my wife. So there was a (laughs) bit of like red tape or like fine print in there where Doom's like, "Uh, she'll remember you if you can. (laughs) I'll say that. If you're making a deal with Doom, you need to really pay attention to what is being said yeah and how it's being said yeah because doom will only honor his stuff as he said it exactly now he'll he's not gonna like be nice about something like 
well, I guess you got me in a technicality or something like that. That's not going to not going to be technicalities. And he'll honor it to the letter, but it's only to the letter. And you're not going to, you know, you're not going to find a way around that. It. It's not, uh, there's no Mitzelplik type thing where like they, <laughs> they make him say his name backwards or something. Um, but I mean, this one moved, I thought pretty fast. Like it, it was good set up. It got through what it needed to say. It didn't drag. And I, as always, I I want Dubin as much as possible, but I think he came in at just the right time. Yeah, and uh, we should mention that uh, the Fantastic Four here is a little different because Medusa is still a member in place yeah. of the Invisible Woman, and the Human Torch has his uh, red and yellow costume, which yeah. is inspired from the original Human Torch, the android from World War II. So the FF don't look like the ff visually because right. you got one new member and one member costume different um which is something that i think they were trying to do at this point in time the mid 70s to make them um seem less like a a, a family unit more like the x-men or the avengers which doesn't right. make sense because that was the fantastic force thing that set them apart from the other teams was that they were a family unit and they did wear matching uniforms so i'm not sure really why they thought that'd be a good idea but they just look like to my eye anyway they just don't look quite right to me well and there's no mention of sue and i don't think uh, we'll get it yeah, i don't think she was mentioned at all in these issues. i don't think she's mentioned in any of these in this whole three issue storyline i don't know we don't really cover what's going on with them when we're not talking about them as related to Doom. Medusa is fine. I, I, I always think Sue, we talked about Sue, is like a much stronger member of the Fantastic Four than she gets credit for. So yes. I think I'd prefer her to be around in these type of situations. But whatever, you know, she's this is like where she's written out of the show for a while or whatever. She's literally having a baby or had a baby. So, like, it's not even like, oh, that was... A well, at this point, she had the baby about, uh, I think he was born like 68 or 69. Yeah. This is like 75. So in real world time, it's been years. Yeah. And uh, granted, Marvel uses the sliding time scale and everything. So it hasn't been that long. But still, I mean, if you're like a kid and maybe you read the FF from like uh, 6 to 11 years old or something, you could have gone without ever seeing Sue as a member of the team. So at the bottom of the page... It says, you know, coming, perhaps you for the next issue, it says it's doomsday. But when we go to Fantastic Four number 156, it's called Middle Game. Yes. Which is common, I think. <laughs> we, we see this a lot, which is like coming soon, doomsday. Yeah, I, I think um, writers tend to change their mind. Like when Len Wayne was writing it, he probably thought like, oh, doomsday is a cool title for whatever reason. When he started to write the next issue, he forgot that he was going to call it Doomsday. <laughs> he changed his mind. He thought middle game sounded better, worked better. Uh, it even could have been the editor, which actually it may even have been Len himself who was the editor. Uh, Roy Thomas was. But maybe Roy Thomas had stepped in and said, like, we've already used Doomsday a couple of times as titles for a Doom story. You come up with something else. So, yeah, I mean, that's either a writer or an editor thing. But it does happen frequently. Middle game, I thought, was fine. It is the middle episode of this. It's not as cool as Doomsday, but we'll we'll have to go with it. Uh, yeah, Doomsday sounds a lot better. <laughs> the first few pages are a rehash, really, of what we've seen. The surfer keeps saying, I don't want to do this. I have to. The Fantastic Four saying, like, well, we'll fight you back then. Don't want this. But then 
it turns- you got another favorite trope of mine with Doom. He's yeah, got his Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer action figures on I, his chessboard. Yes, I said like <laughs> this was the best. This was the best thing. Yeah, it turns out like Doom is acting all this out with a chess set slash action figure set, and uh, <laughs> he's even like flying the surfer around in his hand. <laughs> he was. That was awesome. I felt so much like again. Where? What? What guy did go? Doom go to in Latveria? What toy maker? What little old man toy maker? Does Doom go to see it? He's like, hear me. This is what you must build for me immediately. I need scale model figures of these, of my cursed foes. And this guy's like, well, it'll be a week. No, it'll be 24 hours. <laughs> you'll tell no one. If I order these from Amazon and have them 48 hours, fool, I want these in two days. <laughs> and I right. want one made for every superhero over in America. Because you know that guy's leaking that to somebody like nowadays that it, that wouldn't last five minutes. Somebody was like, you know what? Uh, I got a rumor. You know, Doom likes to have action figures made of everybody, so he can <laughs> fight with everybody. It is. He's like, that is nonsense. That is a rumor. There's no basis in that. <laughs> I don't think Doom would care though, because personally, I would think that's kind of cool. Or is it some sort of meta thing where, like, well, they just have figures that you can buy. Of those, not at this point in time. They wouldn't. I think we're uh, probably about a good year or so away from the Mego figures coming out, Mm. and uh, then yes, that would have been something. But these don't Uh, have like the cool cloth uniforms, right? (laughs) He, 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 like you said, he's like picking them up, moving them around, all the things you would do with them as a kid playing with action figures. He says that the Surfer is his pawn, as all men are, except for the Fantastic Four. (laughs) <laughs> and he's talking about how he had the surfer's powers before, but he doesn't like wielding the powers. He wants to control the powers. So he doesn't want to be the guy with the power. He wants to be the, like the puppet master behind the scenes. He wants to be the wizard from the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. And and he's he's doing this. The, the silver surfer is saying, like, you will not do this. And Doom crushes his figure. <laughs> you insufferable fool. <laughs> he says he'll have no more of the surfer's self-lamenting diatribes. Again, like you said, how many of these does he have? Like, does he have the entire, is it like Clash of the Titans where he has that little room with all those guys and he can go pick them up and stuff? Does he have? Like- I would assume so, because we've yeah. seen some issues where Doom has, you know, the chessboard out and he's got people not even involved in the storyline, like Spider-Man will be on it, uh, you know, a couple of the X-Men in one corner, Iron Fist over there. So, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure he's got one of everybody. I find that he has... Uh, or then this trope comes up in the comics, like there's usually people aren't playing chess a lot of the time. There's like a chess board and they keep figures on it, but there's not like a chess game that ever happens. Well, I mean, unless they each have a position, like pawns and rooks and yeah, yeah. all that, like you can't really play chess with them. All you can do is just kind of move them around, make it look like you're doing something impressive. Is it a thing like Spaceballs where he's got the Doom figure and the like Sue Storm figure and he's like, I hate you. I think that's exactly what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) But yet I'm strangely attracted to you. He's got his, uh, what was her name? Valeria? Yeah, he's probably got a Valeria figure. That he apparently, as much as he loves her, he didn't even realize that the chick who claimed she was her was not her, looked like her or anything. Exactly. (laughs) Now Doom does have a great line here. When he uh, crushes the surfer's figure. Mm. So poor Geppetto has to build another one. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, how dare you weigh the pains of hell against the wrath of doom? <laughs> yes, that is a great line. 
I'm surprised the comic code let that go past too. Yeah, usually like you'd have to say Hades or something like that instead of Hell. So yeah, that was kind of interesting to me. He thinks back on how, uh, how he got into this predicament. He, he's talking about after his run in with his running with Namor, and he'd been watching the Surfer and he's pan- planning this trick. And so he goes into a little bit about you know what what he what he'd been doing and how we kind of came to pass here. This, the Surfer and the Fantastic Four are still kind of going back and forth about the Surfer trying to kill them but not wanting to. Puts them in a trance. What did he say here? He's like, uh, um, Doom is basically calling on on uh, the Surfer. And he's like, with all your power, you can't kill them because the, the Surfer has, he's like, well, I can't kill them. But what I can do is put them in a trance for you, basically. And Doom's like, with all your power, you can't kill them, even for the woman you love. And Surfer's basically like, yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah. I was like, I don't know whether to be ashamed or proud, but that's, you pretty much hit it. Like I, I'm not going to kill them. And Doom says, well, let me show you about power. And he calls him a whimpering oaf. And then <laughs> this whole thing is great. So I had to write all this down so I could read it all out. He says, power is the image of a boot stamping endlessly upon the upturned face of a creeping humanity or an armored hand across your quivering lip. And then he backhands the serpent with saying that. Yeah, that that needed like whatever the awards they give out for comics for dialogue like that needed to be nominated. <laughs> that year. That is some great quotes from Doom there. <laughs> the surfer gets riled by this and he's like, "Don't mistake my restraint for lack of ability, Doom." He's like, "I could crush you if I wanted to." And Doom says, "Well, you know, maybe, but that means nothing." He's like, "Don't forget, I have your bride now, so we're equals." And he's <laughs> release all all of the Fantastic Four but Reed from this trance, and the surfer's a little puzzled. And Doom's like, "Don't worry about it, just do what I say." Uh, and then we see why this is, because Doom has decided to put the the various members in like various forms of captivity. So the thing is put in a rack, which, if I read that right, like it tightens up every time he tries to escape. Right. So basically, he just kind of has to lay there and chillax. Right. And Medusa's hair is encased in a bubble. Uh, <laughs> it's just a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even look like like a like any sort of metallic thing or anything. Like literally, just like a big fishbowl. I felt and like how did all her hair even fit in there? Like, yeah, her hair should be like crazy and all over the place, and it's like just in this fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't really put a lot of time on that at all. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Reed is kept comatose. Yeah, and the torch is in like a yeah, that's right. One of those suspended cells, and I guess it's like fireproof. Yeah, okay, that's right. I Which guess, never mind, he can go like to like Nova Flame heat intensity, but right. if it's got asbestos on it, done. It's out. <laughs> so he uh, Doom is like, I'm going to amuse myself watching them try to get free, and uh, the surfer is, is just like hates this, and he's like, Well, what did you do to to I, think, I don't know if he says my wife. He said, what did you do to make her so uncaring to all this? And then he's like, and what did the world do to you, Doom, to make you like this? Uh, and Doom says something here that I don't know if they go back to, but Doom says, Reed knows the secret that this is so, and he'll die with it. And he calls Reed, he calls, makes reference to Reed being a, a lionized incompetent. <laughs> so he, he kind of says here something about like, well, there's a reason I'm the way I am, and Reed knows it, but, you know, he'll die, he'll, he'll take that to the grave or whatever, but I don't know that they ever touch on this again. Do you remember them coming back to this? Like, the, it, it seems to imply that he's going to re- reveal some sort of thing. Remember a few episodes ago, there was some weird thing where all of a sudden they had like a football coach. Right. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to come to that. Like, Reed knows it's because of this guy who we've never heard of before. But no, they never go back to it. That was the uh, the storyline that Craig T. Nelson guest starred in. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should have if he didn't. He was robbed. He carried that show. 
He's in a wheelchair <laughs> these days from all the all the stress on his back from carrying the rest of that crew for all those years. Him and Luther and Dauber. Yeah. <laughs> so Doom walks away, and and the Fantastic Four is down, you know, in captivity. They're realizing they're pretty stuck there, and Doom, as always, is watching. And behind him comes, am I saying this right? Daedalus henchman. I don't know if I got the the name right. It's D A E D A L U S. Oh, I see here. Daedalus. Yeah, I, I guess that's how you pronounce it. And he says, uh, this guy comes up and Doom's like, you know what to do. And the guy does. So he 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 takes the Silver Surfer and makes him sit in a chair, like a seemingly looking, a, a, a chair that looks uncomfortable. It's not really. I mean, it, it looks kind of like a throne, but not yes. quite. But not not good enough where it's like a throne that a proper king would sit on, but it's also not. It looks uncomfortable, basically. Like, if you're going to visit the king and you were his buddy, yeah. he'd make sure you had this chair to sit in. It's so kind it's, it's of throne-like, but, but, you know, not, not really. Not as good as his, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And he said, the guy tells the surfer, uh, you'll sit in the chair, you'll await the master's pleasure. That sounds seedy. It didn't sound seedy. <laughs> um, you got another one of these weird seedy doom henchmen that we've run into many times. Uh, like that guy, what was his name? Wilson. Wilson. Wilson, the <laughs> lowest that we've ever, we've yet to encounter anyone. Worth <laughs> uh, the Daedalus has a gun on the surfer. He's basically mocking him. He says, uh, "You're not so tough with a gun pointed at you, are you?" Which you know, I thought to be fair, <laughs> who is? Yeah, like the surfer can fly through stars. Right. Is a gun really going to be something? He's like, "Oh well, no, don't shoot me." <laughs> I mean, all right, I see your point too. But I thought, like, you know, if someone points a gun at you, yeah, like. It's like pointing a gun at the Hulk. Right. So first of all... he's going to do is take that gun and he's going to stick it someplace. You're not going to like it. There's two things wrong <laughs> with this. What you're saying, because the server can just like just go right through this in a minute if you wanted to. But then the other thing is like, yeah, if someone pointed a gun at me and was like, you know, too tough with a gun on you, I'd be like, that's right. Like any, Yeah, like you or me. Right. Like I'm going to pause. <laughs> that's, that's like a dumb thing to say. Uh, but the surfer quickly calls us out. He's like, well, it's only because the woman I love is here that I don't, you know do more so basically he's like look you're lucky my woman's here or else this would get up right you know really quickly that's the excuse i always use like if i have a girlfriend like well you're just lucky she's here right and they're like <laughs> i don't care fight that guy <laughs> never mind that uh so doom is watching and laughing again laugh and all the laughing doom is great <laughs> daedalus is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing he's getting the surfer's emotions inflamed the doom is basically like trying to get the surfer's emotions surging so that he can he can steal them and use them for his own plan here which we're going to find out about we get back to the fantastic four they're working together they work together and escape they they run into doom again after they escape he calls the thing you great lumbering oath and uh he says the fantastic four can now deal with uh his death dealing humanoids Humanoids, I thought, was a weird, like, I don't think he's referenced humanoids before. No, normally just call them as robots or something. These guys, like, they look normal, like normal people. They're wearing, like, quasi, I want to be a G.I. Joe green fatigues. Right. And a couple of them are shirtless for some reason. Uh, They look like that uh, mechanic guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark that went into the propeller of the plane. (laughs) (laughs) You know, G.I. Joe, Raiders of the Lost Ark... they're predicting this stuff. This is mid seventies, remember? <laughs> he, he's like, you guys can deal with my humanoids. The team feels like it's too easy, and Doom confirms what we just said here: that yes, they're they're they were basically robots. And Doom's like, they were obsolete models. They're ready for demolition. Thanks for destroying them for me. 
this was a weird little turn. Like he didn't call them robots. He's like, these are my humanoids implying like this is going to be some new thing. And then they just wrecked them. And he's like, well, thanks. They were garbage anyway. I was, it saves me the trouble of throwing them out in a hefty bag. <laughs> what I think day. happened here is they were intended to be human. Mm. And maybe again, the comics code was like, we don't like the fact the torch is punching one out. And there's all sorts of fire and, yeah. And the thing is, like, crushing several of these guys. There's no robotic sparks or anything. Like, the the artwork doesn't let you think that they're anything more than human. Right. So I think the dialogue was put in there to turn them into being robots. To, like, shut the comics code up. Like, yeah, yeah they're robots. Who cares? <laughs> I just like, like, uh, Doom is like, you know what? I'm going to work into my master plan here. Is I got all these things that are just ready for the trash. And I'm going to throw them into the thing. Like, I know that they're going to mow through these guys, but, you know, this saves me the the effort of breaking them down on Tuesday night and putting them out in the recycling bins or whatever. I would hate to see Doom's recycling bins. <laughs> I feel like Latveria recycles. I would think Doom's in inter- Probably. Yeah, I mean... I, I could see that. So but many- just what Doom recycles is what would worry me. Probably, oh. like, arms and legs sticking out of it, you know? <laughs> Two guys working there, like, what this is about. Don't have You're to- supposed to have one recycle canister, but Doom always has, like, 30. <laughs> yeah. At least he's not the guy putting, like, the used pizza boxes and just garbage <laughs> in here. Like, you know, how many times have we told you, Doom? You can't, we can't recycle this garbage. <laughs> so Doom is elsewhere watching, as he's always watching. And he's watching the surfer in the chair that Daedalus put him in. And it's feeding off the, sur- sur- the surfer's energy. And Doom's going to take this energy and put it in a different creature and use that creature to defeat Fantastic Four. So this is the end of the the issue where Doom's overly like, complex. Yeah, he's like, so what? I, so what he's established is that he doesn't want to wield the power. He wants to be a puppet master to someone else who has the power and use them. But he's not going to use the Surfer. He's going to take the Surfer's power and put that in yet another person and wield that person or thing, and that person will be the thing that create, destroys the Fantastic Four. So. Doom must have been really bored. <laughs> this is a pretty complex plan he's put together. Um, yes. Great follow-up, I thought, to the first issue of the of the storyline. All, all Doom, it's it's like a Doom greatest hits package. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of taunting. <laughs> Don't get we will get into this as we get into the next one. We didn't get really back into the bit about like the surfer's would-be girlfriend and who she is and that, but um there's a lot of there's a lot of villainous taunting there's a complex plan there's laughter yeah it's it's as a doom issue i thought this was one of the one of my favorites yeah i love the doom laughing pictures i i always love those because he just always looks so happy with like this Mm -hmm. big smile on his metal mask (laughs) i don't know why but i just love that and you know we got to see him playing with his action figures on his chessboard, which i i always love that too so yeah, I mean, there's some interesting stuff in there. I'll uh, I'll give my opinion at the end of this next one. So because okay. I'm just kind of viewing these three as one storyline. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'll let you know what I have in mind here. Once again, at the on the very last page, it says you know coming back next month with checkmate, and it's not checkmate. When we get to issue 157, it's the end game cometh. Yep. It's a better. I think in this instance, it's better. I think than checkmate checkmate was cool but checkmate's of- overused too yeah. i mean so many comic book the titles have been checkmate so and there wasn't really they never really went back to the chess board thing at all so 
this one works. Unless you're counting Doom's overly complex plan of right. I'll give this guy that guy's powers, but I'll really be controlling this guy who has his power. Like, oh, man, Doom, come on, man. <laughs> and we start out with the thing, and he's griping about having to fight the robot Dooms. And he bets that Doom's watching them, which, of course, he is. So, you know, Ben Grimm is sometimes made out to not be very smart, but he's smart enough to know that. Uh, and then Doom gives us a little recount of how he got to this point and how he's been stealing energy from the surfer to create his own version of this. And he's going to call it the Doomsman 2 because we had a Doomsman that he tried to do before and that didn't work out well at all. Um, Right. That was in, um, what was that series called? Astonishing Tales? I think Astonishing Tales. He was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And and then that uh, completely fell apart. Work out as well as he thought it was going to be. So, but, you know, typical sort of super villain thing. Well, yeah, that didn't work, but it's going to work this time. (laughs) <laughs> and so this time <laughs> star wars style he's just like uh, we just did another death star like uh <laughs> another doomsman and i called him doomsman too like there's no sense in reinventing the wheel here uh, the, with the roman numeral two so you know yeah, he's fancy that's right <laughs> and doom says uh this is the way it should be him in control the puppet master and he starts thinking why, why he's wondering why he even bothered to try to team up with the Submariner or, or others, I put this down, or others of his less illustrious ilk. <laughs> um, and he mentioned Do that better use of that because he's going to be teamed with Submariner through our next, like, I don't know, 10 episodes. <laughs> we'll talk about that as we get into those. But the, he, he called out twice. He called out once in the last issue. And I think once here, like, his thing with the Submariner and like he kind of regrets even trying to put that together. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see because they do keep coming back and getting connected to each other in these plot lines, even though Doom mm-hmm. claims he can't stand the idea. And then yet he's like, well, I don't know. I guess we have to. Well, who else is there really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maymore seems willing to kind of play along with Doom at times. And he blows this off. He gets past that. And he's like, well, now I have the Doomsman too. So I, I don't, you know, it has all the surfer strengths. It has none of his weaknesses. I don't need Namor. I don't need the less illustrious ilk. Um, you know, I've got what I need. I'm set. So we get back to the surfer himself. And he's being mopey that the girlfriend still doesn't recognize him. He's just not giving this up. And- okay. Can I just uh, inter- interject yeah. here for a moment? I think Shala Ball is looking really fine in this issue. Wow. She's okay. got like this yellow suit with like matching like wristbands and like bicep bands it really looks like something out of a star trek episode it does yeah now that you say that i i did think like i could totally see her hanging out with like captain kirk or something it's got a very star trek vibe he's like you know he's still upset about this she tells him that she barely knows what's going on she's like i just became doom's wife a few days ago uh (laughs) i don't know how that happened (laughs) yeah like hey don't blame me for not knowing you i don't even i don't even know what's going on she calls (coughs) roofies she calls him by his real name which is norin rad am i saying that correctly yes i did not think that would be the surfers i don't know what i thought the surfers real name would be i didn't think it would be norin rad do you think it'd be like uh phil or something no i I thought it would be something more something more odd something more alien like i don't know that sounded like some sort of 60s pot dealer or something like i like it didn't it just it just threw me that that was his name but he's like okay you haven't Um, seen the fantastic four movies because he was in the one and his name was in it norin rad i i saw the one with jessica alba 
Yeah. We're going to have to do some episodes on those when we feel We like will eventually, them. media yeah. episodes. Yeah. I Well, I saw the one with Dr. Doom, the, um, uh, the guy. He was in both of them. Well, I saw that with the one with Nip Talk. The guy from Nip Talk was Dr. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the first one, yeah, is the, is the only one I saw. And uh, oh, okay, yeah, the second one, the surfers in it. Yeah, with I, So we'll get to those. But um, the surfers goes well. You know, maybe you'd remember me if I wasn't buried too far into your mind. And she kisses him. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> to try to shake more <laughs> memories loose, I get like she's like, look, I don't know you. I don't want to know you. I don't know who you are. I don't even know how I got here. I was Doom's wife. Just I just became Doom's wife a couple of days ago. But um, let me try this. And just like <laughs> plans one. So she's kind of all over the board here for, to poor Nora. She kisses him, not he kisses her. That's so true. she's the aggressor, I guess you would say, in this instance. The instigator of it. And she's instigator. That's the word. I guess Thank she's you. just now at this point, maybe she's just trying to get to the bottom of stuff too. It's just like it was kind of a turn of events here. We get back to the Fantastic Four. They've come up to a dead end. Reed, for once, finally says to to the thing, like, you know, go ahead, punch us out of here. You know what to do. So the thing lets loose the punch only to hurt his hand because the wall is, like, reinforced. And then Reed goes, you know, I just thought of something. It's not just rock and mortar. There's something else backing this up. So <laughs> as usual, uh, not helping the thing at all. Like, we, we've talked about this before. He's always just kind of like, the thing is gets into a lot of, like, pain and suffering, I think, due to Reed Richards. <laughs> well, he punches it. He's like, oh, that hurt. He's like, yeah, actually, you know, I should have said this, but the wall's reinforced with something. You probably, <laughs> you probably said that first. Luckily, um, the thing didn't try headbutting it. <laughs> yeah. The walls start closing in like the trash compactor. Uh, Reed realizes like he can slip through the spaces in the bricks. So he's like, well, hang on, I'm going to escape. And, then I'll, I'll come back. and he does. He escapes and comes back. And he's able to free them. They get stopped by something crashing through one of the walls. And we see in big letters, this is, this is it, we see this as like chapter two now. So we're like in the same issue, but we're in chapter two. Wait a second. You, you totally uh, went right past the <laughs> reference here. <laughs> oh, wait, the OJ reference? Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because I didn't quite get it. So he makes an effort to, he makes a reference to OJ Simpson. But yeah, because Reed uh, opens the door or yeah. a wall goes up. Yeah. And Ben is saying, like, you know, who's there? Talk up fast. Or Benji's making like OJ Simpson, which, which nowadays has a whole totally different meaning. <laughs> okay. So for those who might not know, <laughs> Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame football running back, uh, O.J. Simpson, perhaps what he's best known for. Uh, Who's in a, a lot of these comics and different ads. Known for his acting chops in The Naked Gun. And was he in Towering Inferno? Yes, I just watched it not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Later on, we'll get into He was like America's sweetheart. Get into some legal <laughs> trouble that we won't talk about here. But yeah, I, I was like, oh, okay. So he's saying he's going to make like O.J. Simpson and... Like charge him? Well, charge or is he going to make like run? Because he was, I think he was. Well, yeah, he's going to like make a run at him, like OJ. Right. But Uh, nowadays, he'd be saying like, uh, you know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, See, this is the problem when you make these like topical references in comics, (laughs) because you never know, like twenty, thirty, forty years down the road. At best, people just won't get it. Like, you know, we've encountered that a few times. Like, I don't understand this reference. Right. Or the reference will completely change because of something that these people do. (laughs) So it's why, I mean, I understand why they make these references. Right. But at the same time, 
A, it really dates it. And then B, it can completely change things. So you should probably not make them often. So if we had read this in 1987, we would be like, what? Like the guy from The Naked Gun? Like that, that's not going to do anything. He's just going to. No, that was 89. Oh, so was 89? the Towering Inferno. Oh, okay. He's going to like, you know, he's going to comically like <laughs> crack things or something. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. Post Naked Gun, uh, OJ only had a few years there where we would have seen him as the comical like pratfall guy. Yeah. <laughs> Of, of all the weird references. But, I mean, at the time, yeah, like you said, he was a pretty famous, uh, you know, football player. He was, he was mm-hmm. like, this sort of jovial guy. Yeah, like, everybody loved OJ. <laughs> <laughs> things uh, things happen, you know, they change. <laughs> you listeners can look that up uh, if you don't know uh, where we're going with You that. older listeners know exactly what we're referring to. Your younger listeners might have an idea. Right. If not, look it up, be surprised. I guess that'd be like a, a modern day reference would be like if they made a reference to like LeBron James or or, or somebody like and put it, someone like that in the comic, like a famous athlete that's famous, so famous that like you probably have heard of them even if you didn't follow the sport. Yeah, like they transcend the sport. Right. Like everyone yeah. knows who LeBron James is. Right. Uh, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. Yeah, another one. Hulk Hogan or something. Like if you've never seen yeah. sports involving them, you've heard the name, you know who they, you know they play those sports. But Right. So... That notwithstanding, uh, chapter two starts and there's a giant thing in big red le- big letters and it says Zug Zwang and the editor's note says look it up and so I and I did yeah <laughs> we both did uh, do you want to tell the listeners what it means when you looked it up do you have it oh, right here sure yeah it's in chess it is when a player is forced to make a move that is disadvantageous they you know like they have to make a move they don't want to make that move because it's not gonna be favorable to them they can't forfeit their turn you know so that's what that means so i guess they did come back a little bit to the chess idea but not too much that turns out what's crashing through the walls is the doomsman too the thing tries to hit the clobbering time punch which i'm just like referring to that now like it's the superman punch like <laughs> he's trying to hit the clobber in time, but the doomsman do easily blast him aside. The doomsman is quick to tell them all that he has the surfer's powers, but unlike the surfer, he's not going to hesitate to kill them. Like unlike the surfer who's been waffling about it the whole time, he's just going to get right to it and kill them. And of course, at that moment, now we have to go back to the real surfer. Yeah. Like speaking of <laughs> who's asking this, uh, who's asking his, his would be girlfriend. He's like, Hey, you kissed me. Now you're backing away. Like he's very confused and again that usually happens when i kiss women well i mean there's confusion <laughs> is probably confusion happens in those, there's confusion is the word of the day in that instance and she goes oh yeah i'm sorry the, the kiss sh- shook something loose in me so she's like I- i'm not who you think i am i'm just telling you that she's like i'm i'm is it helena or helena do you, do you think i i well being in latveria i would say helena maybe that sounds more like more european, european. yeah, yeah. I think in America, we would call her Helena. So Helena, she's like, I'm a poor peasant. I was a poor peasant girl. Doom ordered me to help out with this plan. She, you know, he wanted to make it out like I was Shalabal, but I'm not. She's just a human, not a Zenlavian, who happens to look exactly like her. And she's like, what are the odds? Before she was saying, <laughs> before she was definitely saying, like, I'm not her. I don't know who you are. And then she was like, well, I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on. And then she kisses him and she's like, well, wait, I definitely am not this person. Now I realize <laughs> I'm Helena. I'm a peasant girl. Doom made me do this. 
there's no mention at this time of married with Doom. Yeah, I don't think they were ever actually married. I think that was just Doom was saying that. So she's confused. She doesn't know what's happening. There's no mention of a wedding. I don't think they ever come back to it. But so Daedalus though comes back with a gun, and he the gun he I guess the same gun, and he's like, now I can kill you, alien, because he's got <laughs> go ahead because the Doomsman two is up and running. Now the surfer does what you mentioned before. He just takes the bullets, absorbs the energy, and shoots them back at the guy. <laughs> could have done all along, yep. uh, as you mentioned. Uh, they, he didn't do it because the girl was there. I think she's still there, and now he just does it. So I don't know what. Who knows what his excuse was? Maybe he had a thing. So he's like, now he's going to go help the Fantastic Four. So finally, now he's not going to try to fight them because he has to. He's just going to go help the Doomsman too. I wrote this. So the 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 now there's another pop culture reference because the the Silver Surfer shows up to help them. And the thing says, now all we need is John Wayne. And the, the surfer's like, well, I don't, I don't know if I know why you're referencing one of your cultural heroes, but I'm here to help you. And then the surfer's like, all right. I know basically saying like, okay, yeah, I don't know why you're mentioning him, but. As far as the surfer knew maybe John Wayne was another superhero, you know, he, he wouldn't yeah, know. That was, this is where you need that Captain America meme of him going, I understood that reference. So <laughs> John Wayne, I think. I'd have to look this up, but John Wayne had to be nearing like the twilight, not only of his career, but I, I think he died not too many years after like this issue would have come out. So yeah, because didn't he die? I think he was dead like by eighty or eighty one, wasn't he? I think his last movie was maybe even in the late seventies, and like he played a dying gunfighter in the movie. Uh, so he was another huge cultural, you know, American icon. But even at this time, you know, but I mean, people still reference him today. But at the time of this issue, he was. Pretty far. I mean, he might have almost been like semi-retired. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, he's still mentioned to this day. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a reference that I don't think is necessarily dated, per se. Yeah. You know, because it still works. That didn't date as poorly. There was no, there was no uh, criminal activity that we know of from John Wayne <laughs> later. Yeah, don't even bother to look it up, people, because, you know, just... Right. We're not aware of anything. Just, just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> He's dead and buried. Yes. <laughs> the, the, so uh, the thing finally gets to hit the clobbering time punch, and he sends the Doomsman two through the wall, which I thought was great. He finally, like the whole, this whole story arc, he's been trying to hit that, and he finally gets to do it. <laughs> um, so they get through, and they finally get through to Doom, and it's going to be time for a fight. And this is another great line here that deserves an award. And Doom says, "Come then." Let cries of battle fill this castle, nay, the land, and hell yawns widely for the first fo- first fool who grasps for quarter. Gasps. Gasps for quarter, yeah. I, I messed that up a little bit, but uh, we need a better... <laughs> another actor. hell reference there. We need a better actor to come on and recite just these dudes. We need like Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody to come on and do it. <laughs> this is it. The fight is on. We're ready. But then Hel- Helena, Helena, Helena shows up and she's like, you all have to stop this. This is a, a waste, you know, to do this type of thing. Uh, you'll destroy the castle and it's all all its priceless archives, which <laughs> I thought, okay, but she quickly calls this out. But the first thing I read before I, the first thing I thought before I kept reading was, I thought the castle was already destroyed by Rudolfo and the rebels not too long ago. But and then it was rebuilt while Doom was on vacation. The thing calls this out too. And she says, yeah, that happened. But after the rebuild, we brought all the priceless artifacts here from, you know, from the country so it, that is true like if we destroy the castle we're basically destroying latveria you know the history of her. and the surfer agrees with this he's like well even this is if this means nothing to doom 
you're right. Reed kind of picks up on this and he's like, all right, Doom, you know, we let us go. We'll call this a draw. And then this is where it gets weird again, because Doom's like, he says, fine. It was the game that mattered anyway. And now that the Doomsman 2 is destroyed, it's all meaningless. So now he's gone back from awesome super villainy to like, uh, my plan is back to moping now. He's just like, fine. You know, it doesn't even matter. Let's just call it a draw. The Doomsman 2 is dead. Once again, that plan didn't work. With with that down, it was the game, the whole thing that matters. So to your point, like he put together this very convoluted plan. And that's what was mattered. That's what mattered to him. Like the whole thing was the plan and the Doomsman. And without that, it's not, it doesn't even matter that we, that I don't win. So he quickly like agrees to this. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but he does say, never have I known a blacker hour. Uh, he says he feels cheated as if for once he lost control, which I wrote down like, he's lost control before. Uh, yeah, more than once. <laughs> <laughs> like, for once I lost control. Who would have ever thought that? I was like, uh. Everybody starts raising their hands. <laughs> Sir, if I may point out, uh, you have lost control many times. Um, <laughs> That's kind of it. Okay, there's a little bit more that happens here uh, that we should maybe talk about, but that's kind of it for Doom in this issue. Yes. It ends there's like... There's only a couple more pages at this point. Which we've seen a few times in these in these type of things. There's there's very rarely, like, decisive victory. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, but you kind of have to have that or else the comic would be over, I guess. So there's, sometimes there has to be a draw. It ends with Doom. Okay, there's some questions that we don't get resolved, which is maybe we'll get to this in the future. I doubt it. Okay, like we said, it could have just been a taunt. Like, and now she's my wife. It doesn't really seem like any sort of wedding happened. Although there was that poster that said the queen is in the castle or whatever. Yeah, but Doom could have had that made it the local Kinkos. Right. So <laughs> so Doom may or may not be married. I'm going to assume that he's not. I'm going to assume if Valerio shows back up that he will quickly say that he is not like he's going to give her the destro and be like that just a confused <laughs> um, well being the king of the country he could probably also just have the marriage annulled or something right you right. know he doesn't Royals. need to jump through hoops right so we we don't know what's going to happen with that girl in doom if anything um she doesn't really seem to mean anything to him it was just something that he used to try to get to the silver server to do his bidding plan his fault. didn't i once do that to some guy didn't i once claim like i was dating his girlfriend even though i wasn't and i was trying to keep a straight face and he was like all upset by it and I forget who it was and why I even bothered saying that. I was going to say, that probably happened. And like, This know, was in our younger days, people, like late teens, early 20s, like when I was a punk, not like now. Nothing could be further from the truth, but that guy was like, I don't know, it was like some minor. I don't even think I knew his girlfriend or like I barely knew her. I, yeah, I don't even, you barely knew him, I think. And he was like, <laughs> Right. It'd be like it'd be like me saying, like, I've stolen that hat you're wearing on your head right now. And then you'd be like, wait, no, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> obviously I didn't because it's there. But yeah, it was it got away from Doom at the end, which I didn't really like it. Mephisto did throw something in that, like, not even Doom what's happening. So I didn't know if they would come back to that. Okay, you wanted to talk about your thoughts on this as we wrap, you know, the storyline. But Yeah, long story short, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, just to be transparent to the the listeners, or it's been a while since our last episode, and that we recorded the last episode. Yeah, and it's mainly because I didn't really want to record this one because I didn't like the story. 
<laughs> so that's why, like, I never said anything to you, like, hey, what are we going to do another one? And so finally this week, I was like, I got to quit putting this off. Like, we just got to get this one, knock it out, you know. There's a couple of reasons I didn't like it. One is the altered uh, FF makeup that I had mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know, they don't really look like the FF here. Um, I didn't like just the general storyline. Like you had mentioned, Doom's trying to do like the Robert Downey Jr. from um, Tropic Thunder. I'm the dude who's playing a dude who's just like another dude. Like <laughs> he, he has this needlessly complex plot. Uh, Medusa hardly even has any lines, much less she doesn't do any. She doesn't factor into the plot at all. It may yeah. as well as just be the torch thing and, and Mr. Fantastic. She had very she had very little to do. Yeah, it's almost like the writers didn't know what to do with her. The whole if I was the surfer and this Helena, supposed Helena, uh, was acting like shallow ball enough to like make you think it was really her, even though you're an alien and shallow balls an alien and this Helena's a human, I'd be like, okay, something's going on here. Like, there's no way you're gonna have these two people from two different species and races look exactly alike and sound alike. Like, something's going on here. Yeah. But he never calls that out. It doesn't bother me with Mephisto at the end because he and the surfer have a long feud between them. Mephisto also has a feud with uh, Doom, if you remember, because right. Doom always yeah. fights him once a year to free his mother. So, I mean, that didn't really bother me. But I, I just did not care for this storyline. The writers did switch between Len Wein and uh, Roy Thomas. So I don't know if... Len got bored and like just bolted <laughs> and Thomas had to take over and like come up with a conclusion, yeah. which he, poor right Thomas, he had to do that more than once over the course of his career. Um, so he just had to make do with what he had. None of these scenes took place like at the Baxter building, which is almost like his own character for the Fantastic Four. It just, it, it seemed very, uh, almost like fill-in issues or something like between two the outgoing creative team and then the new incoming creative team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just, I did not like it. Not the faults. I'm not like blaming any of the, the creators involved, but it just seems like the plot kind of got away from everyone is the feel to me. Well, I liked the middle issue a lot. I thought that one was really good. That was the most doom centric, the middle game issue. The first one I thought was fine. It was, you know, a good lead in doom doesn't really doom at the end of it is great, but he's really only at the end of 155. Right. Um, middle one is kind of all doom 156. So that one I really liked a lot. 157. I think I, I agree with you that I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but it kind of falls apart. And there's a lot of interesting things that I thought they were going to go into that they didn't. Like I said, like I thought we were going to get a backstory of like the wedding, like much, much as you called out, like it'd be some scam wrestling thing. <laughs> We get a little bit more into like why Doom thought that and why he was going to go that route. Yeah, I was a little disappointed kind of where it went toward the end. Anytime there's just like a straight up draw, I'm always disappointed. Once in a while, I think it could end with somebody actually being captured or like brought to justice or, you know, seemingly dying. I, I even would prefer that. I didn't mind the Mephisto stuff at the end. Like we're not really following that storyline unless it comes back to Doom. So that was fine. I, I could have used a little bit more that way, but I don't think I disliked as much as you did. I definitely liked the second part of it. I thought that was really strong, but yeah, it kind of, it kind of fell a little flat toward the end, I think. 
I agree with you there. Yeah, it's not the uh, the strongest storyline that we've covered. And just for me personally, I think it's my least favorite. It, it just didn't click for me is what it comes down to. Well, before we talk about what next time, maybe we'll redeem ourselves. <laughs> bit of information. So if you have, if, if our listeners have thoughts uh, and their feedback, you can find us on Twitter at Dr. Doomcast. The Dr. Doomcast on Instagram, Dr. Doomcast at Gmail. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Anchor, Stitcher, Amazon, and we are on Apple these days. I don't know if we had said that in uh, the last time we recorded or if I've added that into the episode, but we are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think your sister was the one who really pushed for us to get there because she <laughs> on Instagram, like, I can't listen to you if you're not on Apple Podcasts because she if it's not Apple, she won't have anything to do with it. She weird. can't. There is no way that she could possibly uh, access any sort of other uh, listening apparatus. So we we did go. We did push the Apple people to get us approved, and we are approved now. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts. And I think you could even rate us there and re- review us on Apple. I don't know that a lot of these other platforms have that, but um, Apple certainly does. So I think Apple is the last. Weren't they the, the holdover? Like now that we're on Apple, we're pretty much on all the services uh, that I can all think the of. Ones that I mean that I think most people use. I mean, anyone I talk to uses. I mean, I know a lot of people Spotify on Spotify, but most people right. are either on Apple or Stitcher or um, or Amazon. Anchor is the platform that hosts us. I'm not sure how many people listen to pod. They have quite a few podcasts, and I'm not sure how many people actually listen to it off the Anchor platform. I'm sure all this is in the analytics. This is fascinating for the listeners. But, <laughs> but anyway, so now that you know how to contact us and how to reach us and where to listen bill will tell us uh what we're going to get into next time hopefully it's one you like a little bit better than this one yes uh, as far as the uh next issue goes here let me see here so this was episode 20 already wow wait so right? yeah, wow assuming that i'm counting correctly next episode is 21 <laughs> we'll be covering a uh, giant size supervillain team up number 2 as well as supervillain team up Issue one of the regular ongoing series. We're going to be in Supervillain Team Up for the next, like, maybe eight episodes or so. Oh, no, there is one where we will go into Marvel Team Up. I'm interested in getting to that one. Doom gets to team up with, like, Spider-Man and Vision and Scarlet Witch and stuff. It's a cool one. And I love time travel, so it's a time travel story. But that's a couple episodes down the road. But, uh, so, yeah, we'll be in Supervillain Team Up, Doom and Submariner. I think they're in all the issues until like the end where it's Doom and the Red Skull. I know that's one you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always like the skull. <laughs> we got a lot of fun stuff, a lot of good issues and storylines coming up. We won't be back with Fantastic Four until like they're turning into issue 200. So okay, that's a so little in the future. And uh, after that, we jump like into the Dazzler, one of your favorites. And uh, the X-Men and Iron Man, finally. So I'm really interested in getting to that one. We got a couple media episodes after that. We got some cartoons we got to watch. <laughs> we do, yes. That's def- that will definitely be fun. And then uh, then we finally will get into the John Byrne era, the Fantastic Four. And that's when Doom really comes into his own. So I'm really excited to get to those. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. That's what finally lit the fire under me to text you. <laughs> exactly. like, hey, let's record this one and bang it out so we can, you know. We got to get, get this one stuff. out of the way. 
Well, that's the homework assignment. So you have that. We will join join us next time when we, like like we said, hopefully have a, well, I mean, we don't know that people, we're going to get some feedback, but we don't know that people dislike this one as, as much as we may have, but we'll get all the criticisms and thoughts. And oh, people, people might like it. Not criticisms of us, of course, but criticisms of the, <laughs> or maybe, you know, we, it probably could happen as well. So your, your sister will probably... Uh, I, well, I can just see criticisms of us. Like, is that your face? You're wearing a mask. No offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> All right. Until next time, make make mine marvel. <laughs> see you, everybody. You again soon. <laughs> uh, has this officer, uh, what's his name, uh, Norbert, been able to uh, tell you anything? Uh, well, of course, uh, he hasn't been able to tell us a thing uh, so far. But as soon as he regains uh, consciousness, we'll uh, see if he can still play the guitar. <laughs>